This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Dog, this is my third time recording this show. This is blowing me. Anyway, back, I'm going to try to do my best. Back to the grind, okay? So the Eagles, the Eagles lost. I'm mad about the Carson Wentz hit. Cry, Eagles cry on the road to misery. Oh, my God. I'm so mad, bro. I'm mad about the hit. I'm more mad about the hit than the win, than the loss. I mean, we tried the best we could, but, I mean, we weren't about to win with K- fucking McCown, okay? I'm just saying. we. I mean, we could have. There were opportunities. There were lots of opportunities. But I was sitting here on this pulpit. You better talk to somebody. I was on this pulpit saying that the Eagles were going to win on Sunday, but they did not, unfortunately, because they missed opportunities just like last time. I said last time we only lost by eight. We only lost by 17 to nine with five turnovers. We had no business in that game with five turnovers. And Russell Wilson with all those wide-open receivers. Yet, we only lost by eight. So, I was like, oh, we're definitely going to win this time. And Seattle plays to their competition? Man, please. Man, we got this. It was back and forth. It was 0-0. It was a defensive game. And all of a sudden, routine, escape out the pocket. Carson Wentz dies and... Jadavion Clowney hits him with the crown of his helmet. I was thinking, oh, targeting, targeting for sure. No flag at all. I was like, I thought there was targeting rules in the NFL. Their explanation was he gave him, he didn't give himself up, and he was still a runner. No, he looked like he gave himself up to me. But whatever, you, whatever, you, you're supposed to be the best refs in the country. Uh, whatever or in the world so uh, i'll just trust you whatever i don't i don't agree to me it was i i know he's playing football so it ain't it ain't that dirty i did say it was a dirty hit but i mean come on i'm an eagles fan i wanted my team to win i wanted carson wentz to be playing and he got knocked out i was hoping he came back and then after halftime they said he was out i was like you got to be kidding me you cannot be serious. I was like, hopefully, I was just hoping that McCown had some magic. And I'm not going to lie. He he brought it. Like, he was great in the pocket. He was escaping the rush. All those diving defenders. He was ducking and dodging. He was looking like Floyd Mayweather in the pocket. I was loving it. But we couldn't really run the ball. We couldn't. We got in some third and longs. And on defense, I didn't mention this in the show I just trashed. But our defense, we gave up too many third downs and and long second downs to Russell Wilson because of his ability to escape. He destroyed us with that. And that's what I was worried about. That's what you always got worried about with Russell Wilson. And he killed us with that. Totally neutralized 
Fletcher Cox at the end of the day because of Wilson's ability to run. And DK Metcalf, we had no answer for him. That was the DK Metcalf everyone thought was going to go, was going to be the first receiver out of the draft. I still don't know how he fell down. I still don't know why he's not an eagle. But, hey, we didn't pick him, and he killed us. Well, that's our fault. We picked J.J. Arcago Whiteside, and I don't think he did anything. He hasn't done anything all season. So, we just have to take that L. I still like how McCown played, especially that last drive. We was there, man. Fourth down and seven in the red zone, down eight. We had a great chance. And I really thought we were going to stop them. I thought they were going to run all three downs. And then on fourth down, we run a cover zero, which I run on Madden a lot because I'm going to get pressure on the quarterback. And surprise, surprise, it never works. I always get burned doing that defense because there's not a safety back there. And if my matchup loses or if the run breaks the second level, it's touchdown automatically. No, ain't nobody catching whoever breaks that second level because there's no one in third level. And that's exactly what happened with that pass. The Metcalf's wide open. Wilson threw that thing. And, oh, man. Just the worst. It was the worst. You know, cry, Eagles cry. And then Cowboys fans talking all that trash. Oh, Carson went soft. Oh, y'all sitting at home in the playoff. Y'all sitting at home on the couch with us. It was mostly Carson Wentz is soft. He's injury prone. And, of course, the, he's not better than Dak. But the injury prone thing, maybe you have a case, but I don't agree. I don't agree. That was a unique situation. That was a crazy hit. If Dak gets hit like that, he ain't coming back, man. Y'all Cowboys fans be wildin', and your team trash. Your team trash. All that talent, and they be underachieving year after year after year. We have the talent, and we've been in the playoffs the last three years and got a Super Bowl. Your team trash and had to get a new coach. So I don't want to hit. I don't want to hit nothing. And that Cowboys poster posted up in our office. We're at my job. It's coming down. It's coming down tomorrow. I'm not playing. They trash, bro. It's like, nah, man. They they not. I can't really say they're trash. They're talented, but they're they're overrated. Okay, they're overrated, and everyone knows that. That's why every that's why we clowned them so hard when they didn't make the playoffs and didn't win the division. They're a bigger livestock. Laughing stock than the Redskins. At least the Redskins are getting the number two pick, aka Chase Young, a local kid. The Cowboys, they're getting a new coach and expensive contracts. Good luck. You got to pay that offensive line eventually. I'm just saying. Now, off of that, now the rest of the playoffs. Despite what I feel about the Seahawks and Jadavion Clowney, which, by the way, I hope he re-signed with the Seahawks so the Eagles and Seahawks can rematch and he can play and the Eagles fans can destroy him. 
Uh, let's just see. Let's. I hope he resigns with them, cause that'll be an epic matchup next year. But we'll see. With that being said, I have the Seahawks winning. I know they played at their competition, so it'll be a close game. I have 21-20 Seahawks. I got them winning in the last minutes of the game. I think the Packers are overrated. I think they can get to Aaron Rodgers, especially Jadavion Clowney. And if they can find a way to contain Aaron Jones, I mean, I, I think their defense, I mean, they can definitely run with beast mode and Homer. And Russell Wilson is a gamer. He's second in the MVP voting, I assume. So, yeah, he is. I just like them. I like them in Green Bay. I just think Green Bay is overrated. I mean, the L.A. Chargers exposed them. So, get them out the way. Then we got the Chiefs and the Texans. I'm going backwards. I got the Chiefs winning. I got the Chiefs winning just too much firepower on offense. And the Chiefs on defense will do just enough to win 31-20. So, then I got the Ravens and the Titans. I have, have the Ravens winning. Have the Ravens winning 17-14. It's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be great weather. It's going to be in the 60s around here. Very good weather. Very good weather for football. It's damn near perfect. I just hope the changing weather doesn't make me sick or whatever or make a lot of people sick. Because that's a cause it's going to be in the 20s tomorrow, and then you turn around, it's going to be in the 60s on Saturday? That's some Oklahoma-type shit. Anyway, anyway, I got the Ravens winning 17-14. It's going to be a beautiful night, but I'm not going to be there. I wish I could. Baltimore is only an hour away, but I, I can't, man. I, I got to save my money. I got to save my money, unfortunately. But it'll come a day where I can go to events like that all willy-nilly because I'll definitely have the money. I'll be the next Marlins, man. I'm just saying. Um. And you got the last game, the Vikings and the 49ers. I'm just back and forth, but I got the 49ers. I have the 49ers 23-20. I think their defense at the end of the day makes a play. The, the, the pass rush is going to be too much. D Ford and DeBosa, it's, it's just going to be too much. D Ford is the Cardinals. No, wait. 49's pass rush is just going to be too much. Way too much. And I think they're balanced enough on offense to score some points and to win the game at the end. So I, I got I got the 49ers inexperience, inconsistency and all. I, I got them winning. I got them beating the Vikings. I got them edging them out. So I got 49ers Seahawks part three, just like 2014. And I got um, Ravens versus Chiefs. And let's see if the Ravens can finally get over the Chiefs hurdle. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, So I watched Merlin versus Ohio State yesterday. I was supposed to go to the game. I had tickets. I bought tickets a month ago. I had tickets for a month. 
only for me to back out at the last minute. Oh crap! North Carolina lost. <laughs> they were winning. They were winning most of the game, and then they lost. Man, they really missing Cole Anthony. Man, this Carolina team trash. They might not make the tournament. They went from oh crap, they might be the best team in the ACC, to oh crap, they're not gonna make the tournament. Nah, I don't think they gonna make the tournament. But you know what is gonna make the tournament? Maryland and Ohio State. And that game was that game was okay. Like if I would have went to that game, I probably would have been distracted. Like. Ohio State, they didn't really have anything going on offensively other than Caleb Wesson and the other Wesson. I think his name Andre or something or Anthony. What I don't know. I don't know what his name is. But the Wesson brothers or cousins or whoever they are, they were cooking. They were carrying their team. They was keeping a minute. But at the end of the day, too much Anthony Cowan, too much, too much uh, perimeter defense. Just wait, just too much, man. Just, just too much defense, too much Anthony Cowan, and Merlin just ran away with it. And if Merlin can keep playing like that, they might win the Big Ten, and they'll definitely be a force in the tournament. But I'm worried because every time there's a good Merlin team, they end up choking in the tournament. Every time. Every time there's a good Merlin or Georgetown team, they choke in the tournament. And that is annoying. It just is. But as I'm recording this, see, I haven't been watching because I've been worrying about the show. But as I've been recording, Oklahoma and Texas have been playing basketball. Now, I'm just noticing that they're both 10 and 3. And it is 33-32. Now, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, OU has only won at Texas once in 10 years. I think they've only won at Texas once in the entire 2010s decade. They haven't beaten them since Shocker Smart has been there. Buddy went one and three against them. So, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, but we do okay against them at at OU and Norman. I mean, because we always get good crowds against Texas, for sure. That's any sport. Damn near any sport we play against Texas, we're going to have a good crowd. So, we, I think we're like one in nine. That whole decade, I think we only won one. I want to say that was Buddy's last year. We had Buddy. That's all I know. That's the last time we won in Texas. We haven't won there since. And I don't know when we won there before then. Probably Blake Griffin. Even Trey didn't win there. So it's like, I hope we win today. Because they've been destroying us in Austin. And I hope we win in Kansas, too, because we haven't won in Kansas since I was like a five month old. That's sad. But maybe four month old. Who is this Austin Reeves guy? This kid can shoot, man. He come from Wichita State. Bro, this kid is the truth. He just let that thing fly, bro. 
He let that thing ring. Anyway. Now, Sooner Football. Now, on my first deleted episode, I went and introduced a new segment called Preaching Time. And I went in about Oklahoma losing to LSU, which, by the way, I went to the game. I was in Atlanta. The only thing that sucked about that trip was the game. The game sucked. All them LSU fans, there were tons of LSU fans. I called them the Purple Plague. And the way we just came out, we just, it was 7-7. I was like, cool, we cool, man. We're in this. He gave him another touchdown. Cool, we're in this. Three and out. Give up another touchdown. I'm like, okay. Give up another touchdown. I'm like, what is going on? Then we do the reverse, and it gets picked off. The guy was wide open, by the way, and Jalen Hurts, he didn't throw it accurately enough, and it got picked off. And then that was it was a wrap from there. 35-7, Justin Jefferson at four touchdowns in the first half. That's video game numbers. Seven touchdowns in the first half from Burrow. That's video game numbers. Basically, what I took from that game is something positive. Yeah, we lost. Okay, we lost 63-28. You know why? Because they dominated. But it's okay because in order to get to the playoffs, you got to be dominated. You got to be dominant. You got to dominate your conference. OU dominated the Big 12, and they've dominated the Big 12 for the last three years. LSU dominated the SEC. Clemson dominated the ACC. Ohio State dominated the Big Ten. But then LSU dominated us. And so in 2020, in 2020, you got to dominate everything you do. It's no competition. It can't be close. The way Joe Burrow dominated OU, that's how you got to dominate your life. That's how you got to dominate when it comes to your goals and things you want to improve in life in 2020 on God. That's how I see that game. That's the positive thing I took from that game. And also, I got into the mindset of, oh, man, I wish we were in a lesser bowl game so we didn't, I didn't have to see us get embarrassed like that. But then my girl, AD, Texas Sooner Girl AD, Adrian, she told me, she said, um, what she said was, that's an Aggie mindset. Texas A&M, Oklahoma State, that's something they would say, which is true. But we are Oklahoma. You want to be the best. You want to play the best year in and year out. You want to play for a championship. You don't want to play in a lesser bowl just so you can take your consolation trophy and go home and just be happy with that. No, we're Oklahoma. We compete for championships. When I was out for when I went out for OU's football team, everything they did was to a national championship level. So I mean you gotta remember that. You you can't be afraid of to compete no matter what. No matter what the outcome is. And I'm glad Adrian remind me of that, which reminds me, you know, shout out to Adrian, shout out to Jamie's for OU, 
Shout out to Crown and Joke, even though she blocked me. Um, shout out to shout out to RJ Young for moving up the ladder. Shout out to um shout out to all my OU Twitter folks. Oh man, Monte Cisco, S. Bailey, freaking New Jersey Sooner, William, uh Danny. Man, Danny Gmo, uh shout out to all them folks, man. Like shout out to my, my crew that actually went to OU with me. You know, Zach, Ben, Chris, Matt, Greg. Shout out to all of them, man. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to his sister. His sister. <laughs> Anyway, man, I, I don't know. That came out of nowhere. But shout out to all those folks, man. Shout out to uh that bitch too much. Great follow. Thanks, Monty Cisco, for that. Um she had birthday today. Happy birthday. My dad's birthday is today as well. And my aunt, his twin, his, her birthday is today also. So happy birthday to all those folks. And I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Goat Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.